Oh la the podcast is brought to you in association with Expedia. Expedia offers a huge range of deals on all things travel, and there are so many ways you can book trips while saving money. From epic accommodation, flights, activities, experiences, and car rental, there is something for everyone. Just download the Expedia app for more inspiration. Hello and welcome to Olala with me, Fred Sirix. Olala. I just had a big grin on my face as I said Olala. It happens every time I say or hear it. And what is really interesting for me is the same happens when others say or hear it. It's like we're all conditioned with the same reaction to the sound of this beautiful word. Let me do it again. Listen. Olala. You see? It works. I think it's because it's kind of naughty, isn't it? Anyway, you are all naughty people if you are listening to this podcast. Because this is like a feel-good sensation as you hear it. And the brain just can't help to react positively to it. And we just smile automatically and without even thinking. It makes you light on your feet. It makes you feel awake because it is pure pleasure and goodness. You know, life can be so hard, so unpredictable, and we all have our share of pain. But oh la la, takes it away in a flash. And for me, it encapsulates what Socrates was saying. The meaning of life is about the pursuit of virtue, basically knowing what is good and bad, right and wrong. Oh la la brings about the best in people. In the end, you know, what matters in our relationship is whether there is trust. And this is what I am seeking, a special encounter, life in all its beauty. Oh la la, that's so exciting. Anyway, that brings me to my guest today. I'm so, so, so excited, completely ecstatic, in fact. I have with me today in the studio, Keith Lemon. Oh la la. <laughs> You're right, it works, doesn't it? Oh la la. I'm smiling. I am. Oh la la. I mean, you are the most oh la la person I've had on this podcast. I have to tell you that. What a wonderful thing to say. So tell me, uh, Keith, I mean, you've got a lot of oh la la moments in your life, haven't you? Well, I think every day for me is how you describe an oh la la moment because I'm probably 98% happy most of the time. But I don't think people believe that I am. But I am, yeah, I have a fun life. I do have a fun time. But Keith, how did you come up with that incredible character? Well, my mum and dad had sexual relations. Right. And I was born. <laughs> and then I had a normal life like everybody else. Then I sold, when I grew up, I sold chickens on Leeds Market. And then I thought, this is whack. This is definitely not all la selling chickens. So I set up my own business called Securipole. And if you don't know what Securipole is, let me tell you what it is. If you don't know what it is, what it is, is it's a two foot reinforced aluminium shaft installed in the driveway to prevent people from stealing your car. And I had that business. And then I thought, I got bored of selling poles. Because as you can imagine, it's not that. Do you want to buy a pole? that goes in your garden. So I lost interest in that. And I can remember watch. I won't say who I watched on TV because if I say the name, you'll just cut it out anyway. But I was very inspired by this person and thought, I fancy doing telly. So I made a video of me doing like a tour guide of Leeds and I sent it to television. And here I am now sat with you after doing 11 years of Celebrity Juice, which is incredible. And I get to work with who I would say is the fittest woman on television, Holly Willoughby, you've seen in real life. Oh my you? God, yeah. She's beautiful, beautiful, isn't she? She's such a fun girl. Even when she has no makeup on, she looks incredible and she's a lovely, fun girl. She's good for drinking. She has the stomach of a man because she can drink lager like it's on a drip. 
can she? Yeah, she. Well, she goes spicier than lager. She's a tequila girl, isn't she? You know about Is you she? know Holly's shots. Tequila. Yeah, yeah. I don't do shots, me. But I have an incredible time with her, and then I get to mess about with Patrick McGuinness. Of course, I've messed about with you numerous times on Celebrity Juice with Gino DeCampo. And, um, yeah, I have a wonderful life. I do, and I'm very thankful that people like me. Although sometimes I wake up and look at Twitter, and, you know, there's some people on there that say, I wish you were dead and stuff. Why do you think... I mean, this is not very olala to say that. Why would they do that? Exactly. That's what I'm going to say to them next time someone tweets me. And that's going to be my comeback. That's not very olala. That's not very olala of you, is it? But I think it's a good ethos to live by, an olala ethos. It is. It is. But tell me, what happened with your wrist? I've always wondered what happened with your wrist. Because you've got this bandage here and there's all these rumours flying around. Well, some people think that I've got a tattoo underneath with a rude word on because I did spread that rumour myself. It said, Fern Cotton is something beginning with a C. I said that. And then I've told them it's some of my charity work that I've done. I injured my hand because I do a lot of charity work. But I just like people guessing. It's good icebreaker. People, just, you know, if I'm in a bar by myself, which is very rare, people come up to me <laughs> and, say, and, and say, hey, what have you done to your hand? It's a good icebreaker. I, I recommend having a bandage on some part of your person. Really? Yeah, it's a good icebreaker. People go, what have you done? Sometimes when I go swimming, I'll wear a Veruca sock. Oh. I ain't got a Veruca. But I'll just wear one. And then people will come up to me and go, have you got a Veruca? And they go, yeah, oh, Keith, you've got problems like real people, haven't you? But I haven't. I ain't got any problems. I have a, a very ooh-la-la time, as you said. That sounds very ooh-la-la because you like to shock and contradict. I like to shock. Uh, I don't know if I like to contradict. I guess that's saying, like saying, what's the definition of contradiction? Butter's horrible. Mmm, this butter's nice. That's a contradiction, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I never know what it means when this, on that, Famous butter. Is it called? I can't believe it's. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I can't believe, I can't believe it's not butter. That's right. I yeah. don't get it because it is butter. What is it, it or what, is it not? What is it then? I don't know. Maybe it's margarine. It's is, is it, it margarine? margarine? I don't know. You know what? The difference between margarine and butter is very scarce, and it's the same thing to no, me. No, 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 no. I mean, is. you can't get better than French salted butter. That's just a variation of butter, isn't it, really? No, French salted butter. I mean, it goes down in your mouth. It's just heavy. You feel the weight. Come on, Fred. Let's not talk about butter, man. No, let's not talk about butter. So, Keith, are you in a relationship? Always. I'm always in a relationship. For the past few years, though, I've been in a relationship with just one person. And it's nice. I'm learning about not being too selfish. And just don't argue. Just say yes all the time. And even when she's wrong, agree with her. Because you know what arguing gets you, don't you? Nowhere. Nothing. Gets you nothing. So I'd rather have loads of nice feelings, ooh-la-la feelings, and just agree, even when I disagree. What does it feel like to be Keith Lemon, to be able to do things and liberating, say things? That, liberating. Is it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it exciting? It, it, it's, it is weird how I get away with things. And people say to me, how do I get away with saying things that I say? Especially on Juice, I guess. I think the reason I get away with things is because there's no malice behind what I say. I never say anything with vengeance or hate. We, we say so much swears on Celebrity Juice. They cancel themselves out and they don't become swear words anymore. So they're not that shocking. And after 11 years, it's not that shocking now. It's just a bit of fun, isn't it? Just a bit but of you're very sharp and you're very witty. You're very quick. I was always impressed when I was you on, on Juice because I just, my brain doesn't work this way. Really? And when you were younger, I mean, this is not what you wanted to do. You didn't want to be Keith Lemon on Celebrity Juice for all these 
years. No, you? I guess it was a bit of an accident, really. I, I, I fell into it, but I'm glad I did fall into it. I have a good time, yeah. What about your mum? Did she say, oh my God, Keith, you've got that talent. You I, I, are... I, I tell you what I used to do. I used to make home videos of other programmes, take it Mickey out of them, and I used to just show them to my mates on a Friday before we went out. I was very young. and um, Did they laugh? Yeah, yeah, and my mate would say, why are you still making these videos? So I don't know, I'll just make these videos, I'll show you them before we go out, we have a laugh and then we go out, don't we? And then one of them said to me, why, why don't you send them to telly? So I sent them to telly, and now I'm on telly. Now, now if YouTube was around back then, I don't know if I'd be on telly now. I might be one of those YouTubers where I sit in my bedroom opening boxes. Right. It's a case of almost, you know, SAS motto, who dares wins. Because if you wouldn't have dared at the time, you wouldn't be where you are. Fred, it's exactly that. You're a soldier. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but if you've got a dream, you should go get it, shouldn't you? But was it your dream or you just took it, the pun? It, 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 it wasn't initially my dream, but then when... When I got in the environment, I liked it and thought, oh, I want to do this for a living. I like it. I have a fun time. It's a lot of nice... We meet a lot of nice people, don't we? And it isn't a real job, is it? I'm sure one day I'm going to get caught and they're going to say, hey, you've been conning everyone. Get out. And I had this conversation with Robbie Williams. He says he just goes out there and pretends to be a pop star. I said, I guess I just go out there and pretend to be a comedian as such because I, I don't really sell myself as a comedian. I'm just someone on telly that got lucky and I enjoy myself on telly. Don't. You know, in a way, I think that television for me slows down life because it forces you, in a way, to be in the moment. You've got to yeah. concentrate and focus so much. You are there at that very moment, don't you think? That's why I have loads of alcohol when I'm on Celebrity Juice. Actually, when I'm on Juice, it's the only show where I can have a drink. Yeah, well, it, same here. When I, when I did um, Fruit Keyhole, I, I don't drink on that because I need to be more disciplined. But as you know, on Celebrity Juice, you don't need any discipline. <laughs> you just, just need a, a good sense of humour. And a pint of lager in your hand. I mean, I remember the show that we did with Johnny Vegas. I mean, that was the wildest mad... I mean, even f to your own standard, that was... Well, Johnny's nuts. more wild than I am, because he doesn't care at all. But I have to care a little on Celebrity Juice, because I've got to explain how to play this round. I've got to go to the next part. I've got to link and to the outbreak. Yeah, where Johnny doesn't have to... As a guest on Celebrity Juice, you, you don't have to do anything, do you? You just sit there and have a fun time. I can remember when Russell Brand came on, actually, and I've known Russell for years, and he said to me, is it fun? And I said, no, it's terrible, it's boring. What did you say then? And I went, of course it's fucking fun. Of course it's, that's all Juice is about, fun, isn't it? And, you know, sometimes on Twitter people will say, oh, it's same old same now. And it isn't, because we do different games every single week. If it was the same, it'd be much easier for me, because I would just go, oh, yeah, in this game, we do this. You know how we do it. We do this. But um, we have a run-through in the day where after they, they go, so you're going to come over here and do that. And there's a lot of things to remember, but it, it is easy fun. I'm not I'm not saying it's like a hard job or anything. It's easy fun. You know what I like when I come on juice? I always call your team and I say, look, I've got an idea for a game. And they yeah. say, oh, what is it, Fred? And I tell them. And sometimes they like it, sometimes they don't. But you have, you have done a lot of games yourself. Yeah. You? Your own game. Because they always put you and Gino yeah. against each other, don't they? Yeah, France versus Italy, yeah. World Cup. Yeah, but you're friends in real life, aren't you? We are. Yeah. We are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love Gino. Yeah, he's, he's got a good outlook to life, I always think. He's full of ooh-la-la, -la, isn't he? He's full of ooh-la-la. -la. And you know what his quote was? His quote was, minimum effort, maximum satisfaction. Yeah, I've heard him say that in real, real life, yeah. And what about yours? What's your quote? I don't have one because no one told me to have one. Oh, come and on. I, as I sat down here, you said, what's your quote? And I said, what are you on about? What quote? Well, so I'm just I'm putting, putting you on the spot out, now. out of the air. Well, you know, you just said, do or do not. There is no try. I think there's something behind that, you know. 
Yoda, what, from Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the Jedi Master, the little green goblin fellow with ears. So what does it mean? Go out or go home, doesn't it? That's what it means, I guess. Don't, don't mess about trying. Just go do it, shut up, get it done. So is this you? Yeah, I, I guess so. I, I, you know, every time I do something, I mean it, I'm doing it. You know, I got, I'm going to... You know what, I, might, I would really like to have a range of T-shirts. I've got one. I've got a range of T-shirts. I said uh, that I was going to do... Yeah, yeah. And at the moment, they're sold out. But um, back in the next week, I think my new range comes out. The first range was um, called Space Girls, and it was all themed around ladies in space. And the next one is called Cowgirls. Right, right. But I've drawn myself because I do a lot of drawing at home. You can draw, can you? You're very good, yeah. Are you a romantic at art? Um... You know, like I do like romantic things with a pencil. No, are you? I don't know. Are you drawing? I, was just, I imagine you love. drawing there. You know, with a glass of wine, maybe, and just painting. I just sit in garden with my iPad, and yeah. I, and I draw on my iPad. Yeah. And yeah. what do you draw? Um, T-shirt. I just. Are you listening to me? Uh-huh. T-shirts. I just told you. But you could be drawing other things. <laughs> Trees. I, I draw also. You know, that's that's when I'm chilling out. Actually, a little bit of art. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I finish the programme, I'll either do a painting, a drawing, or, or I'll make make something. I just made a, a gremlin. How do you come up with all these ideas? Because you come up with all these characters, you've got all these movies that come out, out of nowhere. I mean, how do you do it? Because I watch it and I laugh. I just laugh. You just, well, you just sit there and go, I don't know where it comes from. Oh, I've got a good idea. Why don't we do this? And sometimes those but things happen. But you mean some of them sound wild, don't. completely wild, don't they? Not to me. Just normal, isn't it, to me? Like people think I'm nuts and stuff, but I don't think I am. I'm cup of tea and biscuits. I'm right normal. Right. You know I'm normal. No, I know you're normal, but the ideas are working. I I don't think I do wild things, me. I enjoy myself to the max. That's what I do. And a lot of people don't. They have inhibitions, and I don't have inhibitions, I guess. How come you have no inhibition? Are you very confident? Because you might die. So you better have a fun time whilst you're here. You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah, so I have a fun time whilst you. Like when I was a kid, I went to an all boys school. Whenever we bump into a lady or anything, I asked her out if I liked her, because like I might never see that girl again. So I don't understand people being scared of like asking girls out and stuff. See someone you like, you just go, "Oh, you look nice. I like you. Do you want to go out?" My name's Keith. That's all I love. But but that's what it used to be. That like, now I just go, they go, Are "You Keith Lemon?" I go, "Yeah. Do you want to go out?" And it works. Well, you know what it's like when you're on telly. Yeah. It's a lot easier. I, I wish sometimes uh, I, what I've got now, I had when I was a kid, would have been a lot easier with ladies. I know what you mean. You, but do you they like you to... for you or for who you are? Well, sometimes you don't care, do you? <laughs> <laughs> but you're having fun. But I am, yeah, yeah. I don't worry about dying and stuff. I don't think about that far in the future. I think about next week, I guess. Right. Yeah. What, what this got... far? Well, yeah. But there is, I mean, you were talking before about Twitter and about all the negativity yeah. on Twitter, on social media. And it's true that there are some people who just, they just thrive on that negativity. Yeah. And, I and wish them a nice day. I hope you have a wicked weekend. And then I send them a picture of my BAFTAs. <laughs> 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 have a lovely day. Like, oh. my worst day still will be better than yours. So, you know, slag me off as much as you want. I'm having an ace time. Luckily, there's enough people that like me to keep me working. So, but people, I always feel bad for people that are hating on Twitter. Saying, oh, what what a shame. It's like critics as well, I think. Movie critics and stuff. Don't tell me what film's rubbish. Tell me what film's good. I've wasted my time reading that review because you've just said it's rubbish now. 
Just tell me what's a good film to go see. You know, see. it's exactly my philosophy. With a restaurant, for example, you know, when I go and do seminars about service, people say, well, tell me an example of bad service. I say, I don't want to tell you about bad service. I want yeah. to tell you about good service because it's more important to know how to do it well and how to yeah. be good because the bad thing is 0.01%. If you haven't got anything nice to say, don't say There it. was an advert like that in the 90s, beginning of the 90s. Is it Tango or something like that? If you don't have anything nice to say, put something nice in your mouth. Do oh, you remember? Yeah, well, I think you should put things in your mouth all the time that are nice. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. But that's why I love to put stuff in my mouth at night. I love good food, you know? It doesn't have to be food. Do you love to kiss? Yeah, I like kissing. I like, nice. I like snogging. Do you know what? You know, sex is great and it? it's fun sex and yes. stuff. But then there's a lot of clean up afterwards. Well, well, unless you leave it there, but I, I, I like to go to sleep all clean, me. So sometimes I just like to snog on a sofa, old school, like a teenager, oh, and dry right. hump. <laughs> that's Remember, nice. Yeah, that's lovely. So the first time I had sex, it was probably just to get out of the way so I could say to my mates, yeah, I've had sex. Right. And after that, I can remember just going backwards and just, just like feeling boobs and I dry been... humping. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> oh, la, la. What, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but snogging's fun, isn't it? I love snogging. But you know what? It's called a French kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember the first time a girl put her tongue in my mouth. I thought it was amazing. I know what you mean. Because you like, before that, you would kiss, just sort of like pecking for ages. Yeah? And then when you do your first French kiss, oh, blow You know where off. I had the most French kisses was in England. When I was maybe 14 or 15, I yeah. came here on this uh, student exchange. Yeah. And... I fell in love with this girl. Her name was Belinda. And then... Uh, oh, Belinda Carlyle. Yeah, and then I kissed other girls and I couldn't stop. I was kissing girls after girls after girls. Yeah. It was 15 days. I think I must have kissed 15 girls in 15 days. Yeah, lovely And I times. still remember that time with um, the memory. Oh, my God. Lovely times. It was beautiful. But you see, when you kiss girls in England, it's called a French kiss. It's sexy. But when you kiss girls in France it's called embrasser or it's called what? embrasser 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 or the, 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 I mean it's not really slang but you would say when you're a teenager you say rouler un patin that's a, lo that's a long word isn't it first yeah but it's not Snowy. sexy rouler un patin it's kind of crass in a way yeah. but when you're a teenager that's what you say you said oh yeah oh je vais rouler un patin yeah but when you say it in English it's just not it's like maybe snogging. I mean, snogging... Actually, Snogging's snogging. not no. so sexy, though, is it? Yeah, but but saying so... French kissing, it sounds sexy, doesn't it? Yeah, French kiss is sexy. Yeah. Rouler un patin, I don't think it is. And snogging is the level up to rouler un patin. And then you got French kiss. French kissing in the USA? Yes. Do you know what I mean? French it... kissing in the USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like that song. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess yeah, it, French kissing sounds romantic, isn't it? Yeah. It does. What did you call it again? Rouler un patin. Rouler un patin. Rouler, like rouler. Rouler. Rolo. Rouler un patin. Un patin. I don't know where it comes from. You know what? I haven't said that word for... Look, I don't remember the last time I said it. Years yeah, and yeah, years and yeah. years and years. Remember when you, people used to say necking? Necking what? Drink to drink? No, like snogging, the word necking. Oh, oh did that? you neck her? Yeah, nectar. Uh. That sounds like you hit her. Yeah. Done it? Oh, nectar. Yeah, I don't know that one. Never yeah, heard that one. Well, where I came from, people used to say necking. And you get like shag stamps. Shag stamps? Yeah, love bites. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I, when, didn't, I didn't like them. Yeah, but them. when you had one of them, you know, when you oh, go on jiggle-o. a bus after, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You look, oh, wow, you got a love bite. And then yeah. you wanted to, to hide it, but you don't hide it really because you want everybody to see it. No, I didn't like And them. that's proper ooh la la. You know, <laughs> when you go on the bus with all the kids, they're like, oh la la, yeah. look at that. No, I, I, did, I never, if any girl got close to my neck there, like, no, I don't want to make that business, man. This podcast is brought to you in association with Expedia. Life for me is all about experiences, meeting people, discovering new places, and finding beautiful connections. That's why I've partnered with Expedia for this podcast. The Expedia app puts the world at your fingertips and offers great deals on your next trip. What's best, you can book your accommodation, flights, and activities all in one place. Oh la la. What's your favorite city in the world? London, is it? Yeah, and I've been around the world, you know, and I, I can't find my baby. Sorry, I can't say that sentence without saying I can't find my baby, which is from a Lisa Stansfield song. Yeah. London in the summer is yeah. the best, I think. I think it's the coolest. My favourite shop is Selfridges, and everywhere I go, I always try, what's the equivalent to Selfridges there? You know, on holiday, I like to go to New York. I like to go to LA. I would never live in those places. I've been to Japan That's a fantastic... I've never been to Japan. Well, I did a show years ago before Celebrity Juice called Keith Lemon's Very Brilliant World Tour. Originally, it was called Keith Lemon's Gap Year, but the then commissioner, if you don't know what a commissioner is, that's the boss of the channel that commissions the programmes, said people might not be aware of the term gap year. I said, it's self-explanatory, isn't it, gap year? And they went, "Mm, it might be a bit student-y. And then I said, but isn't that your audience? And then they wanted to call it Keith Lemon's World Tour. And I said, I sound like a Spice Girl. Going on a world tour, and then I thought, let's call it Keith Lemon's Very Brilliant World Tour, which is too long for the menu on your Sky Planner. Right. And it just says, Keith Lemon's Very Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Were they successful? Um, I guess for back then, uh, um, they were happy with the ratings. Um, And then Juice happened straight after that. But I'd love to go on another world tour, but I went all over. I, I lived in Montana as a cowboy. That was really good. I went to Australia, I went to Iceland, I went to Egypt. And every time I went, I was comparing each city to London. And which are the people that you found the most exciting or the most ooh people to be with? Um, the most ooh But do you know what, though? You know how people say LA is very fake? It is fake, but at least they say, have a great day. Right. So, what do you mean it's thick? Fake. Thick. Not thick. Fake. Ah, Fake. Not real. Oh, right. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Fake. How how do you say fake in French? Uh, Faux. 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 They're very faux. Oh, you mean like faux leather? Really? They're faux. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, they say that, don't they, about people? Are they really fake? In LA, it's very fake, isn't it? But are they fake or is it our perception of them? Because, you know, perception... Please. Well, do you know this is what I think, though, when you go to LA? You can get a meeting with Steven Spielberg. Don't mean you're going to be in his movie. Because well, they just, yeah, but it's they just because ha- it's you though. Well, just, if I was going, I would not get. No, a no, you can, you can, you can. Wait. No, they're very happy to have a meeting because they play the game there, don't they? Where I can remember when I started out in telly here, it was difficult just to get a meeting. But uh, in, in America, you can get a meeting. It doesn't mean you're going like, to see any action. But every everyone out there is an actor. Everyone who is a waitress in the restaurant is. Oh, I'm actually an actor. We're well, not. You're a waiter, aren't you? Uh, but the fakeness, I think, about LA is still very positive. So it's nice that they say, "Have a nice day." You know, that's not. It's not a bad fake thing to say, is it? Have a nice day. 
rather than mm. you know I've never been there so I don't understand oh, you go. I, I understand what you mean but I don't understand how it actually happens and whether people are really I mean can you trust the people can you rely on them are they good people I don't think they're bad people they they just probably say a lot of things they don't actually mean because they've got Yeah but how can you trust them without trust there is no love how can you be have love without trust it's not possible yeah it's, it's not I don't know it's I, I get people hating on it with, with the fakeness, but I, I think they're, it's positive fakeness. Ah, uh, okay. Wishing you a nice day, even though they don't no, care about your nice. day. So yeah. I, I know they don't care about my day, but at least it's a nice greeting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Or, I, hey, how are you today, sir? You had a nice day? And sometimes... And what do you say? Well, sometimes I go, I've actually had a terrible day. I've got an ingrowing toenail. I think it's infected. It's playing up a little bit, I feel honest. They <laughs> and then they just springs fall out of their head like the robots. Like, that's not the answer you're supposed to give me. <laughs> You're supposed to go, I've had a great day, thanks. Cheers. But that's the Englishness in me being awkward. Isn't it funny that the English can be so awkward, so particular, and yet you've got that image, you know, the English, you know, with the English gentleman, for example. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? It's, yeah. This is a contradiction in itself. Yeah, I guess we're quite dry, though, English people, aren't we? We're quite dry and sarcastic. And sarcasm doesn't really exist that much in America, I don't think. I think they're just grasping sarcasm now. It's changed a little bit, I think. And there's a lot of people from England that have gone over there and they kind of understand the English sense of humour now. You know, Ricky Gervais's and such and James Corden's. So they kind but of... But they're very it. talented. I mean, these guys, I mean, uh, I was actually watching Ricky Gervais yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you were watching who? Rick, Ricky Gervais. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was in Night at the Museum. He's yeah, yeah. such a great actor. Yeah, yeah. Just but, his facial expression. He doesn't but, say anything, but he says everything by just... You look at him and he does it. That's why he's so different to everybody else in that film, isn't he? He seems more real, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And what about food? What do you like to eat? Mostly anything. Anything? Yeah. Are you a foodie? I won't say I'm a foodie. I just see it as fuel. But I like my food. Oh, that's not very ooh-la-la. It's not very ooh-la-la. Why would you see food? I mean, you like sex. Is, isn't it? Yeah, you like sex. You yeah. love having a good time. You're yeah. confident. You like people. That's very ooh-la-la because it's about your senses. It's about But it's so hard life. these days, food, isn't it? Because everyone goes, that's bad for you. You shouldn't eat that, you know? I went to America... And I came back and my trousers didn't fit me, so I didn't eat bread for two weeks. And then they fit me again, so I didn't eat bread for three years. And Because I don't go to gym, because I think exercise at my age is bad for you. I do. Really? Yeah, I think it's just pushing your body to the limit. It's not, you, you know, it's like labouring a car. Don't push a car to the limit, man. You're going to break it, aren't you? Um, so don't break your body just for fitness. Just eat a bit better. So I cut bread out. I've only just recently started weaning myself back onto bread. I don't eat a lot. But do you like but, nice restaurants? But, um, yeah, I do. I, 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 like, I like experiencing nice posh things. I said my favourite meals. I'm a big sushi fan. Right. I like sushi, but then I'll flip it and go fish and chips. But And then I like a Sunday roast. Oh, I love a Sunday roast. Yeah, I do. I do. But you don't have a Sunday roast on another day, do you? If you love it so much, why don't you have it on Monday and Tuesday? Well, in France, I mean, when my mum was cooking uh, roast chicken, for example, we didn't wait Sunday to have roast chicken. We yeah. could have it on Monday or Tuesday. Why do we save it for Sunday then? Yeah. I mean, you could have a, a beef on Sunday and a chicken on Tuesday. But we don't, do we? English people. We oh no, only have a roast on Sunday. We don't have a roast for the week, do we? Yeah, what I don't understand is people who say they have tea. I mean, it's very English, right? Tea, yeah. I've never done it. So people have breakfast, yeah. whatever breakfast they have, and then at four or five o'clock, they would have tea, basically, you know, sandwiches and snacks and, you know, and a cup of tea. Yeah. Well, in Leeds, we'd have our breakfast, then we have our dinner, then we'll have our tea. Ah, really? So the tea's after the dinner? Yeah. But, obviously... but what time is your dinner then? Uh, lunchtime. Oh, 
But they call it lunch, don't they? Down south. Yeah. But up north, you know, that's I, your dinner. When I grew up, our everyday three-course meal, lunch and dinner. Yeah. So my mum would cook, starter, main, then you would have a cheese, a yogurt, a tart she would have made, some fruit, and then you would do the same thing for dinner. But, but French people are known to be foodies, aren't they? You do food. Yeah, but you know, this is the way I brought it. So when, I, for example, I go on a shoot, I went on a shoot and the probably said to me, oh, Fred, you've got 15 minutes for your lunch break. <laughs> I said, why are you having a laugh? He said, what do you mean? I said, I need an hour. I need to enjoy life. I need to yeah. relax a little bit. This is this is just my enjoyment. I'm working hard all day. I need to enjoy myself. Just, but I don't I don't get it. You know, eating sandwiches, for example, as as a meal. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? I mean, from time to time, I can do it. I love a nice prawn cocktail. Oh my god, on yeah, white yeah. with yeah. pepper and yeah. butter. I yeah. love that. Yeah. But it's just like a but treat that's a starter, for me. isn't it? A prawn yeah, cocktail as a starter. It would be. It would. So on Christmas <laughs> yeah. Day, I like a prawn cocktail as a starter. Oh, I mean, nice. it's old school, isn't it? Prawn yeah, cocktail. very old school. It's 80s, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's made a comeback, the prawn cocktail, recently. I do. I've seen it on menus and thought, oh, I didn't think they'd do a prawn cocktail in here. So it must be like... Yeah, it's like fashion. In. It's like the miniskirt. You yeah. know, it comes and goes yeah. in fashion, you know? But I do like a prawn cocktail too. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. I like king prawns. Oh, king prawns. Yeah, yeah. See, maybe I am a foodie. Now my mouth starts to water. You're hungry now? Yeah, what, what did I have? Oh, I had a rubbish salad this afternoon. Oh. At lunchtime. Where did you time. eat? Uh, in an office. We went Dino, out. Dinner or lunch? We, we went, it, it was my lunch, but I had my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Should have come to my restaurant. Next time you come and we feed you well. All right, then. I'll give you a roast. Okay, a Sunday, on Monday. A Sunday roast on a Monday. On Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Sound like Craig David. Took, yeah. t- took her for a Sunday roast on Monday. <laughs> and what about music then? Do you play any instruments? I don't. I used to have a guitar at the end of my bed just because I thought it looked good when chicks came round. Right. But I don't play the guitar. Music, I'm just an, a big fan of the 80s when it comes to music and my favourite band is In Excess. Mm-hmm. And I actually own some of Michael Hutchins' clothes I can't talk about this when I'm on Celebrity Juice because the age demographic that I work with haven't got a clue what in excess is. And I try and describe who Michael Hutchins was. Oh, and they just look blank. Best band ever. Yeah, best band ever to me. Last week I went to a screening of um, Live Baby Live, um, which is a concert they did in 91. And I'm on the DVD. Um, in the crowd as a and you spotted yourself, a, yeah. Oh, la, la. As a, as a se- yeah, that's an ooh la la moment. Yeah, as a seventeen-year-old boy, go yes, yeah. Oh, that's great. I remember going to see a concert. I went to see, oh my god, what was the name of this group? This French group. You know what? The name evade me now. I would maybe re- re- come back to me later on. And I was, was there. it Vanessa Paradis? No, it wasn't Vanessa Paradis. That's it the was only French such a I know, famous obviously. French group. Anyway, I looked at the singer and he looked at me across the stage. <gasps> I was like, oh, my God. He looked at me. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, I was 16 or 17, same thing. Yeah. People say this is a slur to me. They say, you look like Mick Hucknall, Keith. You're starting to look like Mick Hucknall. But I'm a big fan of Simply Red. And uh, I, I, when I was a little kid, I, I always liked Simply Red from when I was about 11 because he had ginger ale, as I did. You associated and I, with I him. I just thought, I'll be him. In, in my world at school, I'll be him. Did you ever imagine you'd be as famous as you are? Not really. I don't think I've thought about fame. I just, when I got into telly, I just enjoyed it a lot and it all worked. So what does it mean for you, fame? I always think when I'm walking down the street, I'll go 20 yards past someone and they'll start shouting Keith or Oosh or Shating or Potato. They'll be shouting stuff that I say on telly, I guess. Why didn't they do it when I was next to them? Why do they have to wait till I'm 20 yards down the street? 
because I don't come back. I just keep walking. But if they stop me and go, hey, you Keith Lemon, I like to have a picture. Yeah, yeah, of course you can. It's very rare when people are nasty. The most people are, they're only nasty on Twitter. But because you are a nice person. Yeah, you I know, think, can you imagine think... if you were, for example, Katie Hopkins? I mean, I don't think oh. she gets the kind of treatment that you get. Well, I, I don't understand. I know she makes a living out of it, but I, I don't understand her ethos. You haven't got anything good to say, don't say it at yeah. all, you know? It just seems weird. I'd rather have a career for, I guess, making people smile than pissing people off because she makes a lot of people angry, don't, don't she? Don't get it. Maybe she just says it's a character that she's playing, but it's, then it's not funny, though. No, it's not funny. No, it's, it's just weird. Weird. It's not funny not, at all. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny, Keith, because we're talking and it seems like although we are, you know, miles apart, it seems like we are pretty similar in, in the very core of who we are in, in that, that quest for happiness. I, I'm surprised how deep we've got, you know. It's been quite a serious conversation, hasn't yes. it? Yes, it's been deeper and deeper and yeah. more and more serious as we went along. I think as I've got older, I've started growing up recently. Uh, I did a, a programme on telly called Shopping with Keith Lemon. Look at me dropping the plugs in. But doing that show... I purposely set out to do something more grown up and just chatting. It's just they cut it together where the, I've said the more humorous bits. But it's because when I saw it, I go, oh, it's, it's funnier than I thought it was going to be because I, I was having serious chats with people on purpose because I wanted to show, I guess, I have a little bit of a serious side. I, I, I like having serious chats, but I guess I'm quite jovial in life, so it always comes out stupid what I say anyway. No, I think it's, I mean, it's just about making people happy, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah hap happiness. And making you happy first, as you said before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to do that. Well, you, you, You've got to be happy with yourself, because if you're not happy with yourself first, how are you going to make other people happy? You've got to love yourself before you love other people, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, but it takes time. I mean, I don't think it's something that you can do straight away. I mean, when I was 20, I did not love myself as much as you I do did, now. Did you not? No. What, because you had insecurities? Yes, or maybe, I mean, I, I did have insecurities, although I was very confident. But I think it's about understanding where I am, who I am, where I'm going, and, and being clear about me and where I was going in life. Yeah. And being sure and centered and balanced. That's the hardest thing, I think, to decide where you're going and what, what you want to do. You know, like you, you can study and everything at school and get as many qualifications uh, as you can get. But if you don't know what to do with those qualifications... But you know what? For me, what it was very do? easy because I, at 16, I decided I wanted to be a waiter and yeah. that's all I wanted to do. Yeah. And I never looked back. And I came here in 1992, four years later, after studying for four years to be a waiter, and uh, I didn't take a, a return ticket. I came here and I was here to stay. My well, mom, that's confidence. My mom was... I don't know if it was confidence or I was just living. I never thought that life would end. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I thought I was just going straight and I was having fun. And uh, like you were saying before about your programs and the ideas that you had, you're not competing with anybody, no. but you are doing it for you. And, you know, I've got ideas for programs I send into commissioners or to producers or ideas for my restaurant, you know, the kind of food yeah. that we do or promotions or stuff like that. And it's just about when it works and it clicks and you're like, yes. I think a lot of people are scared of failing, but there is no failure. You just do stuff, don't you? If it doesn't work, you do something else. But you know, the thing is also, when you work in a company, you know, most people are there to, to follow, not to lead. And in school, people teach you to, to follow. They yeah. don't want people to lead because they want everybody to conform to that box. 100%. I always think when they're doing the GCSEs, I always think, why are they all being tested on the same test when everyone's got different capabilities? They're comparing that kid to that kid. It's a stupid test. Yeah, but the problem Although is... saying that, if you listen to this, do your GCSEs, you've got to do all the serious talk. Yeah, yeah, get your education and stuff. 
You got to do that. But the thing is, you know, as a country, how do you do it then? Because you've got to have standards. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it would be very difficult to have a tailored individual test for yeah. every single kid. Yeah. But yeah. I know exactly what you mean because I feel the same way. I mean, I was like the worst student in math. Yeah. I still can't do percentages. I, I was useless at school, but I was very good at art. 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 Drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Drawing pictures. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. remember an art school, uh, an art day at uh, at my college, you know, at Catering College. And the guy said, OK, draw a picture of what you want to be when you're old. And uh, I did a collage and there was a red Ferrari. There was a beautiful woman on the bonnet and there was the sun. Yeah. And he looked at me and he said, so this is what you want. And I went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And he thought I was a moron. I still remember that day, the look of that teacher. You know what I mean? Uh, it was just... Because all these people, they were... All these kids were there. Some of them were very artistic. Others were trying very hard. Others were very bad. And it was just the simplicity and the... I mean, there was that, that, that picture, you know, it was, you couldn't believe it. Yeah. I remember when I, I left Leeds to come to London, I think a lot of my mates thought are out of my mind. Like, Keith thinks he's going to be on telly. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah, but you can't even speak proper. Well, I'll speak as well as I can then. And, um, yeah, I came to London and, um, yeah, here I am. Yeah, I'm going to go do that. And if I get bored tomorrow and decide I want to be a spaceman, I'll be a spaceman. I wouldn't go there. No. no you go to the moon? There's no selfages. There's nobody there? There's no beer? Yeah, no. No there, selfages. There's no bread? No butter? No. <laughs> well, listen, Keith, it was a real pleasure to be with you today. I feel like I've been in therapy. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I've learnt things about myself. It was fantastic. I really enjoyed that chat. Thank oh, you very good. much. No worries. And uh, I'll see you, see you on Celebrity soon. Juice. See you there. Yeah. See you in two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off for a boo. <laughs> oh la la. Thank you very much, Kiss. Oh la la. Oh la la. The podcast was brought to you in association with Expedia. There is nothing better than enjoying a much-needed holiday. Whether you're booking something last minute or planning in advance, Expedia provides great value deals for all elements of your trip. Also, if you download the Expedia app, you get double reward points when you book.